Bible trails The Son of God, He is near He chose to walk with us These tribal trails Tribal trails Welcome to Tribal Trails. Today, our guest is Georgina Constant. In another program, she shared with Denise Hodgman about the trauma that she went through as a child. Let's listen to this short flashback of what they talked about. So I spent uh, a few years in a sanatorium. The first time when I was, you know, a, a young child, probably, uh, I'll say about five or six. I guess the most um, traumatic thing that I can remember is, you know, being tied to to our beds. Oh. You know, later in life, when uh, the, the seat belts first started coming out, right. oh, I had really bad issues with that. What I had to do was I'd go into the car, you know, put the seat belt on, you know, for as long as I could, and then run out. So I did that for quite a while until eventually got used to. And then I went in again when I was 10, 10 years old, to 11 years old, from one October to the next October. So as a result of um, my stay at the hospital, at the sanatorium, there was a lot of things that happened, you know, like, you know, battling loneliness, fear, dread. Right. And many of the staff were abusive, intrusive. I guess um, as a child, you develop these traumas, thinking about the smells and sounds, you know, pills, needles, medicine. And I remember it was towards the end of uh, my stay at the sanatorium. Mm. I couldn't function anymore and I couldn't eat. I just could not eat anymore. So what I would, my body would do that, I couldn't control it, is that I would vomit. And so that one day that nurse you know, in the cafeteria, a lot of people were there, a lot of people witnessed this, um, that she fed me my own puke. Oh, yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah. As a result of that, I developed anorexia. So from that point on, you know, food and tables, plates was not a good thing for me. It was a horrible feeling, yeah. you know. And um, it wasn't until as I got older that I started dealing with it because I know that in my mind and in my heart, I don't like being this way. I don't like this battle. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. So I had to get lots of counseling, lots and lots of counseling throughout the years. Years, you know, to to get to that place where I could sit down and enjoy food and enjoy eating. Because before that, it was, it was a huge chore, you know, huge chore to eat. Georgina was also explaining what helped her spiritually, mentally, but also physically with an eating disorder and other challenges on her healing journey. 
I wanted to show you some of these pictures here, you know, that okay. um, where I was, this is the sanatorium. It was Clearwater Lake Sanatorium. Okay. That's near the Paw, about 20 minutes from the Paw. And so in order to get there, you know, there's a turnoff. So that day that I decided I was going to go there, you know, just to, to go and pray, to go and get rid of this burden that I was carrying because I knew at that point that if I didn't go, it was going to, it was going to kill me this time. So I stopped by the turnoff there, and that's as far as I could get. And I just started praying right there. I, I screamed and I said, I asked the Lord, you know, to save me. I can't do this anymore. I know he heard my prayer. I know it because if he didn't, I wouldn't be sitting here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that one time, I remember when I was talking to the psychologist and I said, this is what happened to me. This is why I'm, I behave this way. So that's, that's the victim mentality. You know, we have this filing system that says I'm a victim and you could just rattle it off real easy. Mm -hmm. And so the psychologist that I was talking to, she said, she looked at me and she said, so what? That really, really woke me up. It was just like she threw a cup of cold water on my face. Oh, and wow. I remember coming out of her office and walking down the street to my car. And it just hit me. I said, you know what? She's right. Why am I keeping record of everything that's happened in my life? Right. And that day, I just dropped it all. I gave it to the Lord. Wow. And I was free. That is so wonderful yeah. to hear. Yeah, and I call that my day of freedom. Yeah. My day of healing and wholeness. I didn't have to live that way anymore. I didn't have to th think that way. Yeah. And of course, you know how it is when you're dealing with something, it'll try to sneak back in. Right. And I'm, yeah. I'm so aware of it now. And I say, no, I'm not thinking that way. You know, my favorite verse is... Um, I take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ Jesus. Right. I, I say that even if I say it hundred times a day. Yeah. You know, when I'm going through that battle, I take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ Jesus. And so that's my place of refuge, my shield, just everything. This is my other prayer. You know, I'm a child of the king. Right. I'm I'm a I'm the daughter of the King of Kings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I remind myself of that often that I am I'm a child of the King of Kings and I'm a da daughter of the King of Kings. Yeah. Your life laid down, crucified, your arms stretched out and open wide to rescue me so I could be a child of God. Nail-pierced hands to thorn-pierced brow Your blood flows down to me somehow It cleanses me so I could be a child of God Praise to the Lamb that was slain Praise to the Father who gave His Son away of love, the price of grace, you 
So Georgina found peace in her heart through forgiving those people who wronged her so much. She didn't look back but went forward. She found strength through her identity as a Christian in God's word and being a child of God. Today, as a counselor, her past experiences and her coping with these experiences helps her to understand others and help them through their trauma. So one of the things I, I, you've kind of already answered, but I'm wondering if you can talk about it a little bit more, is that as a child, um, you, you didn't do anything wrong to make mm -hmm. yourself sick. You didn't do anything wrong that you had trouble eating or that made them tie you to the bed. You didn't do anything wrong. And yet, was there still a sense of shame that went along with that? Uh, yes, I think... Um what I felt the most was um, um, guilt. Like, why, what did I do wrong? So you felt uh, guilty even though you yeah. couldn't think of what it was that yeah. you'd ever done wrong. Yeah, I just felt guilty. Like you must have done something yeah. wrong. Yeah, because yeah. you know, well, we all know you get punished when you do something wrong. So I was trying to figure out what did I do wrong? That you were getting punished yeah, so much. Yeah, that I was getting punished so much, and so that didn't make sense. Right. Yeah. So how did, how did Jesus, you've already explained it a little bit, but how did he sort of restore that sense of honor and worth and that you were innocent in mm -hmm. that? Um, I guess um, what, what helped me the most, like I said, was knowing knowing and understanding that he's always there he's always there right because like i said you know when i was in the hospital i battled loneliness it, it was so lonely like nobody was there nobody cared nobody loved me right so he was there but he was there as a and comforting I, presence yeah, not as, as a, com a punishing yeah, presence yeah as a comforting because even as a you know young child, um, thankfully my mother and grandmother taught us to pray. We we prayed. Um, my friend 
um, was with me. And there we were in the hospital. And that's the only thing I knew how to do was to pray. So that one time we, I told her, I said, come with me. We'll go into this room and pray. Because the other thing that they did was they cut our hair bald. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so I told her, I said, let's go into the room and pray. So we took two combs with us. <laughs> <laughs> and we put them in a cross. Oh. And, yeah. And we got down on our knees and just prayed and prayed. I don't know how we prayed, but I know we prayed. She still remembers that too. And um, so we, out of all the group there, there was a few of us that didn't get our hair cut and we didn't. We didn't get our hair cut bald. So that was also traumatic. That, For sure. Yeah. yeah. So I always knew that I could pray. So that even when you couldn't control all these things that were happening to you, you still had something you could do. Mm -hmm. You could talk to God yeah, about it. Yeah. So I'm thankful that my mom taught us how to pray. Again, um, I always have this one memory of my mom. When she was praying, she would pray on her knees, and mm -hmm. she'd always have something covered over her head, even if it was just a tea towel. <laughs> So anyways, um, and uh, I remember my late sister Ethel was with me that time too. All three of us were by the bed there kneeling. And um, and I wondered who my mom was talking to because you could hear her talking. <laughs> and so I took a peek, you know, to see who she was talking to. I didn't see anything because <laughs> Ethel, my late sister Ethel asked me while we're praying, she said, what did you see? What did you see? I said, I didn't see nothing. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so that's the memory that I have, you know, being four or five years old, to pray, always pray. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's so um, comforting to have someone that you can tell all, all the things that are concerning you and troubling you and just rest in that knowing there that loving person is mm -hmm. there the person of jesus christ yes yeah. yeah and to have that peace and reassurance you know just like we said in we read in psalms that there's peace to me that was always critical to have that peace yeah. because when you suffer trauma everything is I don't know if that's the right word to use, but it seems like everything is so fragile. And a lot of chaos. Yeah, chaos, vulnerability. Yeah, yeah. So what is it then, even now, that gives you a sense of stability? Like, I'm, I'm sure that's not the only chaos you've had in your life. I'm mm -hmm. sure all through your adulthood, like with the heart surgery and, and probably many other things mm -hmm. where it, it's like this whirlwind of all these things happening to and around you mm -hmm. and yet finding that that place of centered calmness that stability in the in, in the very center of you how do you find that um <clears throat> right away as soon as you were mentioning that i think of two things the first thing i think about is the word of god the Word of God says, be still and know that I am God. Right. And the other one that 
that I use a lot, that I is always reassuring to me, is that when Jesus and the disciples were out in the lake and there was a storm, right? And he told, uh, he commanded the storm to be still. Yeah. And so, to me, that's it's it's amazing how it, you know when the Lord is working in your life, these verses, even if you heard them a long time ago. They keep coming up, and you might not know where to find them, but you know they're there. Right. Yeah. Right. And even the even the hymn, there was one there that I had, that I had. Um, well, actually, there's several hymns that I really, really like. Let's see if I can find the ones that I wanted to share. One of them is Higher Ground. Okay. My, you know, to have your feet planted. Oh yeah, here they are. So, um, higher plain than I have found, Lord teach me, plant my feet on higher ground. And then the other one is my God and I. It's always my God and I. That God is always there with me, reassuring me. Right. And um, at the time when I first started hearing these songs, I didn't know why I liked them. Yeah. But later yeah. on, I said, oh, okay, that makes <laughs> sense. And then the other one too, um, that I've always loved this farther along. Still I get hard pressed on every side 
between the rock and a compromise Like truth in the back of lies fighting for my soul And I got no place left to go Cause I got changed by what I've been shown More glory than the world has known Keeps me rambling on Skipping like a calf loose from its stall While I'm free to love once and for all And even when I fall I'll get back up With the joy that overflows my cup Heaven filled me with more than enough Broke down my levees and my bluff Let the floods wash me And one day when the sky rolls back on us Some rejoice and the others fuss Cause every knee must bow and tongue confess That the Son of God is forever blessed His is the kingdom and we're the guests So put your voice up to the test Sing Lord come soon Farther along will Know all about it Farther along will Understand why So cheer up my brothers Live in the sunshine We'll understand this All by and by So you have um, been a counselor in the school and you've helped many other children with traumas. How has what you went through, how have you been able to, you know, with the Lord's help, take the very things that hurt you most and use them to bless and help others? Mm -hmm. um, I think the way that I learned how to do that is to, to try to make it as positive as possible. Um, I, when I'm counseling somebody who's going through something difficult, I say, I know you can't see it now, but I need you to hear what I'm saying. You know, and I'll say their name. I need you to hear, hear this. It doesn't seem like it right now, but someday you're going to look back on this and you'll learn something. You will. I promise you, you'll learn something from it. It will make you a better person, and you'll be able to help others too. Right. Yeah. So you give them a positive outlook on the future. Yeah, yeah. Because, like I said, because if you don't do something with the difficulties in your life, you just collect them like rocks. Mm. Rocks in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to use them. Instead of collecting them in your heart, you put them on the floor, on the ground, and, and make a path, a oh, stepping stone. That's a really good word picture. Mm-hmm. I use that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you put the rocks down and you'll have a beautiful path, <laughs> like a sidewalk. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to learn that the hard way, too. You know, like I said um, earlier on when you go, I had... This and this and this and this happened to me. So I put them all down. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you said, when you were telling me, us that before, you said something about, but then they want to come back. Mm-hmm. And so you've, you've learned to, when they come back, you, what do you do about that? Yeah, you put them, put them down and um, cast, them, cast them aside. And I always, like I, even when I'm driving to work sometime, I, 
like I said, that verse, I take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ Jesus because these thoughts just came, you know, seem to, to want to take over, to be negative. Yeah. And I don't want to be negative when I'm going to be there to help people. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know sometimes when I am troubled with something and I'm laying in bed and trying to sleep and it's just going over and over and over in my head and I say, ah, here, Jesus, I give it to you. And mm -hmm. then two seconds later, well, what about this? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I gave it to you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the way it is for me, too, that I, I, I don't want to carry it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so good to hear of your freedom in Jesus. I'm so glad he's my, my healer, my physician, my counselor. He's everything that I, that I need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. That's what Jesus offers to you. If you need healing, counseling, forgiveness, come to Jesus Christ and put your trust in him. Don't collect all the rocks of your past. You can put them at Jesus' feet. He knew all about you long before you were even born. He knew about your hurts and he knew about the wrongs already long before it happened. And he feels for you. He died for you on the cross and carried all your burdens. Jesus Christ said to the people who entrusted their lives to him, If you abide in my word, then you are truly my disciples. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. He can set you free if you really want to let go. So, let go. It is when you start a new life with God that you can really be set free of your past. If you have any questions, call us. We'd love to hear from you and pray with you about all your concerns and hurts and failures. With a world from you with hope All its silver and its gold You have to get along with me to fail Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. Leave it there. Leave it there. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. If you trust and you never doubt, He will surely, surely bring you. And your health you can't regain Your soul is almost sinking in despair My Jesus knows the pain you feel He can save and sure enough can he Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there Take your 
surely, surely bring you out And take your body to the Lord And leave it there When your enemies of sin Your heart begins to fail Don't forget God in heaven answers prayer He will make a way for you And He will lead you safely through And take your burden to you